Hey, Fort Worth, I'm Maddie Parker, and I'm honored to be the mayor of this city. We are growing, innovating, and moving forward together. It's go time in Fort Worth. Hey, Fort Worth, and welcome back to another episode of Go Time. In this podcast, I talk to what's going on in your local government, and I like to talk to interesting, innovative people, and that's just what we're going to do today. Today, we're talking about Fort Worth's first major sports franchise, the Panther City Lacrosse Club, with their head coach, Tracy Kukluski, or TK, Coach TK, as we're going to call him. So, TK, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. This is, uh, this is awesome. Oh, well, how bad did I butcher your last name? Kukluski, Kukluski. Shoot me straight here. Kaluski. Kaluski. I got it. Yeah. Depending where you're from. When I was in Montreal, it was Kaluski. Kaluski. Kaluski is is how you pronounce it. Well, we are so lucky to have you as a part of the Fort Worth family. Um, Panthers Little Lacrosse made their debut at Dickey's Arena just this past December. My own family got to come to a game. It was so fun and exciting. I'd never been a part of something like that. My five-year-old now thinks that full contact sports is where he's headed. So maybe you have a future lacrosse player. I don't know. Um, And then you've really kind of resonated with the public because of your name. Um, That Sleeping Panther, the name of the club. We can talk about that later today. Um, but I can tell you, these games are intense. Um, I had never been to a lacrosse game. I was so impressed with the sport and can't wait to see the future that you guys have in Fort Worth. Um, so tell, tell our audience about yourself, TK, if you don't mind, where you're from, what you're up to, and how you ended up um, with a partnership here in Fort Worth. Uh, you know, I'll give you the cliff notes, obviously. I, I grew up in, in Toronto or Peterborough, Ontario. It's about an hour and a half east of, uh, east of Toronto. Uh, in Canada, you know, I was a hockey player, you know, when you're, and it's, it's true when you're, when you're born in Canada, you get the, the hockey skates are put on, right. And you're, you're a hockey player. So for me, uh, you know, I started playing hockey at a young age and, you know, the complimentary sport, um, in Canada, uh, is, it was lacrosse because again, the similarities of, you know, the, the up and down trying to score on a goal. So, um, and Peterborough in large, uh, part is is a big lacrosse community. We had you know some some awesome players that played in the pro league back in the seventies um, that you know helped pioneer it here in Peterborough. So I grew up playing lacrosse and hockey both. Um, you know, got a scholarship to to play lacrosse at in in the U.S. at the University of Hartford, um, and then you know went on to play you know fourteen years of lacrosse with uh, in in the National Lacrosse League. I've been I retired at uh, the ripe young age of thirty eight. Uh, <laughs> Probably should have got out way before then, but uh, retired and then, you know, was fortunate enough to jump on a bench right away with New England and as an, as an offensive coach and then went to Philadelphia as an offensive coordinator. And now, you know, when the opportunity presented itself to, to come to Panther City and, you know, put my name in the hat for, for the head coach I did and uh, really thankful for the opportunity. After you were, or I guess towards the end of your career as a player, did you know you wanted to be a coach? Is that something you aspired to go do? Yeah, absolutely. It was something that I think, you know, I have a lacrosse business as well back home here where I, you know, I teach uh, young players and, you know, aspiring in particular more so, I guess, the high school athletes that we're trying to help place to NCAA schools and, you know, track some scholarships and play at the next level. So something that I'm very passionate about, I'm certainly very passionate about the game, of course, but, you know, coaching and, and, you know, trying to help others get to, you know, the highest level and, you know, get, uh, you know, play the game the right way is something that's always been, I think instilled in me and something that I always wanted to do. What exactly is box lacrosse for those of us who don't understand the sport very well here in Fort Worth? So in an arena, right? It, we're okay. playing in an arena, but we're playing in boards. Uh, there's, there's smaller goals, more contact than your typical. I think, you know, the, the, 
the typical game or the game that most Americans would be uh, accustomed to would be field lacrosse. I played on a football field, bigger nets, less equipment, more time and space. Um, you know, and it's very opposite in Canada. We grew up playing box lacrosse. Um, again, the ice goes out in the arenas in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're playing on concrete, right? It's, it's kind of a new wave of putting turf on the, on the floor so that guys aren't getting banged up near as much. But, um, so box lacrosse is really lacrosse played indoors, um, smaller surface, um, more equipment, um, and a little bit more physicality than the traditional field game. And I'm sure you're excited to get to see Dickey's Arena for the first time and what a fantastic facility it is. Yeah, no, it's, uh, and that's obviously something for us that's, uh, that we have in our corner. Obviously, a lot of people haven't seen the game, but, you know, the, the, the spectacular um, arena that is, that is Dickey's Arena. It's, it's, uh, I've been in a lot of arenas over my years of playing, you know, lacrosse and being a, you know, a spectator and a, a sports enthusiast. Um, Dickey's Arena is, is the, the arena. It's one of the best arenas I've ever been in. When you took the job, had you ever been to Fort Worth or spent much time in Texas? No, I hadn't. I hadn't. And it, that, that to me in itself is kind of, I'm still in awe a little bit, you know, and, you know, a small town Peterborough boy, um, you know, and I've been able to, lacrosse has taken me a lot of places. Again, I, you know, went to NCAA, I played pro, I played with Team Canada. I'm actually the, currently the uh, one of the directors of, of the Finnish national team. So I've been able to travel and explore different places. But, you know, when, when the National Lacrosse League announced that it was coming to Fort Worth, uh, it was something that I was like, wow. And, and thankfully, I'm a part of it. So what's your experience been in Fort Worth since you started coming in? Obviously, you're here part time um, and you live elsewhere. But, you know, you can be honest. Give me the good and the bad about your experience here so far. No, you know, I, I love the city. I, I just love how vibrant it is. I love, you know, the people that we've been able to interact. You know, a big part of, um, you know, growing a franchise in, in a new city, and it's in particular somewhere where people haven't seen it, is being a part of the community. And we've been, again, we're in and out. We play games and, you know, we do our thing and we practice, we prepare, and we, we do all the things that we need to, to lead up to the game. But a big part of, um, you know, what we're trying to do and, you know, what our, our, myself and our coaching staff is, we want to be in the community, right? And we want to interact. We want to, you know, go to local food shares. We want to, we want to be out there. We want to be supporting um, different in, uh, sport endeavors or just initiatives within the community. And any interaction I've had has been, um, been outstanding and people have really opened their arms. I'm so glad to hear that. It makes me feel good. I noticed you had a cowboy hat on earlier when we were talking. So you've got both both your lacrosse hat and your cowboy hat. You're well- my, my cowboy hat. So when I come, come to Fort Worth, right? It looks good on you. It looks You look like a natural. I like it. Um, tell us about your players. So I, I learned um, when I was reading about the team that your players are also have full lives elsewhere, right? This is a part-time job, right? For many of them. Um, you don't talk about individual players, just more of a, give me a portfolio of what they're like and the lives they're leading. Yeah, so the national crossing is it's still classified. It's a professional sport, still part time. We have guys like to, I think they refer to weekend warriors, mm. right? These guys have nine to fives, right? They have nine to five jobs. We have a you know pilot, accountant, teachers, firefighters, police officers that are working in their own communities. That that that's their full time job. And then come the weekend, they're you know put strapping on the pads and going out and battling, and playing the game they love. So, um, you know, our guys are. Um, Certainly skilled, you know, the National Lacrosse League is the best players in the world, right? The best athletes and the best lacrosse players in the world. But, you know, when we go about making an expansion team and um, there's no denying the fact that, and we've said it since day one, is we want to have, you know, young men and people that are, um, you know, character first guys, right? Guys that 
are, are genuine, authentic, and and have a you know have a heart, and and that's how we went about our business. So, um, again, from the skill side, we're we're happy. But how we went about it was again bringing in people that are that are just genuine and great people. So really, yeah. really excited. I learned that you you have your players read a book called The Hard Hat by John Gordon. What's and that's maybe part of your coaching philosophy. Yeah, and it's it's just really it's a you know that team teamwork philosophy, right? And and the hard hat is essentially about a young man who, um, you know, was one of the best teammates that that you know. There's a lot of guys that played pro current well did play pro that played with him. He went to Cornell. A young man that was you know that. Uh, the staple of what a teammate looked like, right? He was willing to, you know, do all the little things and, and really just that's, that's how we're operating, right? How we want to operate. And it's, it's a great story and it's uh, something that we're living by and wanting our guys to be, uh, to be proud of. Well, and how lucky Fort Worth is to have um, those players as a part of our community also. And you and I can work together, I hope in the future about telling their stories too, and making sure they're kind of a fabric of Fort Worth, which is pretty special. So I think when when you think about Fort Worth, I mean, you guys are our first major sports franchise, um, and we've I, we've been really proud to work with the Fort Worth Sports Commission under Visit Fort Worth. I know you guys have as well. Um, this next year will be a big year for us. So I'll read off some of these. As of right now, we're going to have obviously um, Panther City Lacrosse. We have PBR. We have NCAA gymnastics championships and more. As a professional athlete yourself, how important do you think that is for our community to continue to lean in on the sports front? Oh, I think it, I think it's huge. Again, I think you know, obviously, uh, since our inception, we, we you know our fans are the ones that are pushing us to to want to continue to come there and, and play there. But again, I think the more uh, again the messaging of sports and its totality, I think, is huge, right? And people go out and they, they obviously have role models and people to look up to, but the 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 messaging of sports you know discipline commitment teamwork you know all those things and having you know like other sports that are being drawn into Fort Worth I think it's amazing for the community and and things that certainly the community can rally around and again we've only had a taste of it we've only played two home games but in our short time here we've had a you know the people that have come to our games love it and are passionate about it and it's something that you know certainly can create a whole lot of buzz in the, in the community. Absolutely. We're excited about that too. You, um, you are not just a lacrosse coach though. You're also an entrepreneur. Um, you own a company called Evolve Lacrosse. Um, what do you do with that business and where do you hope to take it in the future? Yeah. So I hit on it there earlier a little bit, but again, we, uh, you know, life after lacrosse, when I was playing, it was something that, you know, I was a teacher, um, before I went full-time into, you know, my job and my business of Evolve Lacrosse, which is, again, it's, it's teaching young athletes, um, you know, the game, but then more so it's, you know, at that high school level where we're preparing these guys for, you know, post-secondary, you know, going into high school, I mean, going into NCAA schools, going into, uh, you know, Canadian universities, but really just preparing those guys for, you know, the next, the next chapter. One of the things we prided ourselves on as an organization is, you know, developing young men, right? Developing young men that, that have passion, um, that have some discipline and, and know what it takes to, to succeed on the field, which we all know more, more times than not is, is often the, the life skills you need in order to survive in a job. Right? Yeah, man. I, I've, my husband, and I just had this conversation last night, our 11 year old, you know, is playing sports and there's certain that he excels at more than others. And to your point, it's really about, you're trying to build young boys into men and give them those values that they have to have as a bedrock, regardless of their athleticism, what they go on in life. And I think that's so important. We're lucky to have, 
have your expertise here because honestly, as fast growing as we are, we don't have enough equity in sports for youth and we need every kid to have access to that. And and what I loved about lacrosse game that I went to is these kids love the sport, right? They're learning it for the first time. He's in his Texans in a football state. They understand it. And what an opportunity is for us to leverage that for sure. Yeah. And just, and I think one thing to add on that, uh, is just the fact that how accessible our guys are, right. Yeah. And our guys know where we are as a sport and in a whole, we, we, you know, we're not the NFL, we're not the NHL, but, but we certainly are, you know, at the highest level for our sport, but our guys are passionate about it and they're certainly accessible and they want to be in the community. They want to share this great game and, and they want to be able to provide, you know, young men and, and women, um, you know, a, a, a some inspiration to, to, to do whatever they want to do. Right. Yeah. Do you hope to evolve, um, evolve lacrosse across into Texas possibly, and maybe bring it here to our state? Absolutely. We, uh, so we're, we're in Ontario here again. So we encompass like a lot of different communities. So mm-hmm. uh, Ontario is a pretty big province. So we basically draw all the best players from throughout the province to play for our travel program. Um, we also do the same thing in Alberta. Canada and we do it as well in British Columbia. Um, we, we've had a program in, uh, in Denver as well. So in the U S but it's something that we're looking forward uh, to doing in the Texas as well. There's, you know, the lacrosse people are in great hands already with some, you know, some club providers, but again, I'm, uh, you know, guys that are actually cur- plan- currently playing for us have coached with me with my, with my Evolve company and have worked with me on that. So um, something definitely that we're certainly looking forward to do. And I know that's an initiative of Panther city, which is, you know, growing the game at the grassroots level. That's great. Do you feel like in your, I, I will ask the question this way. When I think about Fort Worth, so many people don't realize the size of our city, what we have to offer. Uh, maybe it's approximately to Dallas. I think we grew up fast as well. Um as you, in your travels across really both countries, Canada and the United States, do you feel like the sport and the team here in Fort Worth is going to help our own identity and marketing the city more broadly? Have you started to see any of that yet? I know we're coming out of COVID. Uh, yeah, I think it, that's that's the key, right? Is COVID, we are coming off COVID, and you know we haven't been fully accessible, and people haven't really gotten the opportunity to witness it. But certainly, that's part of what we're we're trying to accomplish, right? Is is sharing those community beliefs as, a, as an organization and really be something that, you know, the city of Fort Worth is proud of. So uh, yeah, to answer your question, it, we, we're, hit, we're, we're, t- we're going in that direction and that's all the things that we want to continue to do. Um, and, and it's very important for us as a, as a franchise. And it's not only important to myself, it's obviously important to our, our ownership group, um, you know, coaching staff, but the players see value in that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and they really see value in it and they want to, I know it's cliche, but they want to play for the, the name on the front more so than the name on the back, which is, which is something pretty cool. And we talked about the, you know, the sleeping Panther and, you know, how the city was resurrected. And that's a part of our identity. You know, how, how can we utilize or how can we um, use that as motivation to, to get to where we want to get to and, and really you know, pulling the coattails of the of the men and women who've made Fort yeah. Worth the city that it has been, right? So, yeah, that's well said, and I hope that especially in the coming months, and we'll talk about some games that you'll have coming up, but that the city will rally behind your team, and you know, even if they're not familiar with the sport, recognize the importance and how fun it is, um, and then get to know your your team members as well. I think we we traditionally have been a city that really support each other, and I think you're going to see that more and more, especially as your as your future seasons are, are here. 
Yeah, and I think again, from it's a football, it's a football state, right? It, yeah. It's and, I, and it's actually I went to a Dallas Stars game when I was in Texas and basketball. Like they've certainly rallied around that over in Dallas. But again, it, this is a new sport, but there's so many similarities to it. And I, again, I'm biased, of course, but I think it, well, it is the fastest game on two feet. Um, I think it's the best game in the world. Uh, obviously, right at this point in your career. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how's the season going so far? You've got some games coming up in February and March, home games. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We, uh, we've been on a bit of a, a road tour here. Um, got our first win in, in Long Island a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, part of the, part of this whole thing is understanding it is a process, not only to introduce the game to, to, you know, the fine folks in Fort Worth, but, you know, we know that, Rome wasn't built in a day, nor was Fort, Fort Worth, as, as I've said to the guys before. Um, we're, we're one in five, um, but we're in every game. Like, as an expansion club, no different than any other league, with yeah. the exception of like, uh, the Las Vegas hockey team, who kind of blew, uh, puts a whole bunch of pressure on all of us new expansion clubs. But we, we know it's a learning curve, and we know that, you know, um, we're in not in tough, but we got to go out and, and give it our all every night. And we've been in three one goal games, and we got our first one. Like I said, a couple weeks ago in Long Island. So uh, we're we're competitive. We're 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 right there, and we're just again looking forward to pushing forward. With your team spread out everywhere, and you in Canada, how do y'all practice? How do you keep the team camaraderie going? Is that a struggle for you? Uh, it's not a. I, I, Again, bring in like-minded people, right? This is, yeah. again, we all have things that are really high in our priority list. Obviously, your, your family, you know, your, your full-time job. But this, this is kind of hovering around that with, with all of our guys. And we, we have our group chats. We have, you know, we have a Zoom meeting tonight. We had a Zoom meeting last night with our group. Um, you know, our offense and defensive coaches will get into Zoom meetings and do some of the tactical things. We're sending video. Um, and, you know, in this new era of, you know, Zooms and, yeah. um, you know, group chat, chats and talks, like we're, we're well connected, right? But as a league, it's, it's, a, it's a league mandate. We're only allowed to practice once a week. Uh, um, less, less our, our, you know, our, our morning shoot around that counts as another practice, but one, two hour practice, because again, a team like Toronto, where 95% of their players live in, you know, the GTA, the greater Toronto They could area, take advantage they, of that unfairly. They, they could practice every night. So yeah. we, we typically practice the night before. So last week we flew into Saskatoon and, you know, guys are on a plane. Some guys had an eight hour travel day. Yeah. Um, they're rolling up to, you know, get on the bus and then they're rolling into practice. We practice for two hours. They're in bed by midnight, get up and do it at nine o'clock in the morning. And, uh, so that, that's kind of what a weekend looks like. And that's why we call them, uh, the, refer to the guys as weekend warriors. Weekend warriors yeah. Like, Are we thankful for DFW airport for you guys too? I have assumed most of them, it's a little easier trip than it would be otherwise having that asset. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, right there and just, you know, it's, uh, we're off the plane and we're at our practice facility within, you know, 40 minutes. So it's great. Yeah. What's this I hear about you working out with uh, Bobby Road, I guess, is a Canadian WWE star. Is that right? I had Rudy. Yeah. Good buddy Rudy, of mine. Yeah. yeah. He's a, he's a ra- wrestler, WWE wrestler. He's uh, <laughs> and Peterborough, pretty funny. Peterborough's, you know, it's a small town. It's like 70,000 people. Um, but okay. there's, you know, guys that I grew up playing, playing hockey with that are, you know, and have played in the NHL, have, you know, significant careers. A lot of, a lot of lacrosse, pro lacrosse players come out of Peterborough. Um, Bobby Roode's a good friend of mine. He's, uh, he's a WWE wrestler. I think he was a tag team chancellor a couple weeks ago. He's on Monday Night Raw, but guy I grew up with, right? We grew up playing hockey and lacrosse together. He's still in Peterborough. 
good buddy of mine, one of my one of my best buds. Yeah, that's fun. Keeps you sane, I guess, at this point, right? If you're coming back and forth. Yeah, absolutely. And he's he's in relay because he's on the road all the time, right? Yeah. So, you know, as you talk to Fort Worth, what do you hope that we can can be alongside you and help help the team? Anything in particular you want to talk to Fort Worth about? Yeah, you know what? I just think it's you know again, this game is new, right? It's new, and um, but I really just want to you know push the message of of what we are and who we are and what we what we want to represent be represented as in this community. People need to come out and check us out. That's that's a for sure. Mm-hmm. But again, I think that my big thing is that these are these are regular guys. Right, regular guys that are, you know, elite athletes that are passionate about their game. And again, we want to be a part of this community. We are a part of this community. Um, and again, how accessible the guys are to, to 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 the people, to the young kids and to the people that are aspiring to be, you know, pro athletes or whatever. It's like we want to be a part of it and we're here for the long haul and come out and check us out because I think it's uh once you come get a taste of the game, you're gonna you're gonna be hooked. Well said. Well, I, I hope that we do our small part by maybe getting a few more um, fans um, in the seats for future games. And I know we'll be back. The Parker family, I need to keep my five-year-old in check. I think he thinks he's going to get out there with you guys at some point. Um, but we're appreciative that you're here. And and honestly, TK, just thanks for what you do. You know, I know it's got to be hard on you and your family, the travel back and forth, but you can obviously tell you love it. And um, I think Fort Worth is benefiting from that tremendously. Thank you. No, and you know what? It's uh, it's awesome to rally behind an awesome city. You're doing a fantastic job. Like the, the fact that you're reaching out and doing these sorts of things, it's like, how can we not want to, you know, go out and, and play our best and play our hardest for the for the people of Fort Worth? So yeah, well, uh, it's a small part. You know, I'm actually going to get to maybe wear my Panther City scarf the next two days. It's actually going to be cold enough in Texas to sport it around. So, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, right. It's I got mine hanging up back there. I see it. It looks it's, nice. It's, 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 it's cold here too. We, my snowbank beside my laneway right now is uh, about four and a half feet, so it's uh, it's a little a little balmy well, here. And oh my gosh, well, try not to laugh at us in Texas. We sometimes don't know how to handle snow and ice. So if you were here, you would definitely shake your head like in disbelief. But hopefully, everybody stays safe the next few days, and, and we can act a little more Canadian and handle the snow and ice. Yeah, get a, get your tubes on. You guys will be all right. Your tubes and scarf. Is, uh, I know is, uh, what a toque is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Toboggan yeah. is what we call it. I don't know if that's really the proper thing, but that's what we call it here. That's funny. Yeah. Toboggan. We call it toboggan. As okay. Well. You do. Okay. TK, you're yeah. the best man. I look forward to seeing you again when you're back in Fort Worth. Okay. We'll come see it again. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. This is awesome. Learn more about GoTime and nominate a future GoTime guest at fortworthtexas.gov backslash GoTime. Listen to the show wherever you get your podcasts. GoTime is produced by staff here at the City of Fort Worth, Bethany Warner, Katie Holloway, and John Michael Perkins. Katie and John Michael also produce our Water Utilities podcast, H2OMG. Give it a listen.